Hello and welcome to Ignore the Noise and Move Forward by Ann Emanuel. For years I found myself rereading my life stories and only recently realized how my life experiences and the people I've met along the way changed my life. All of my stories are short, and at the end of every blog story, I give you ideas on how you can begin writing your life stories. One of my all-time favorite memories of labor is my time at the Send Up Furniture Store. For me, it was a time of growing in leaps and bounds. The Send Up Furniture Store had excellent sales training, a wonderful environment, solid furniture, and lots of fun. For years after I left, I dreamed I still worked for the company. Anytime you can learn something new, a fantastic thing happens. You grow. The story below is my story of labor and how laboring and learning became profitable. I'm a huge believer that nothing happens until something is sold. If you want to grow, learn to sell. Even in our times today, products and services are selling. So for me, that means there's always opportunity. Portions of the following story are in a book that I've taken forever to complete. It is how learning to sell transformed my life. In all labor, there is profit. During the 1980s, I read sales books from Joe Girard, the Dynamo car salesman. I learned all the tricks of the trade, and little by little during the 1980s, I would read motivational books written by Norman Vincent Peale, Robert Schuller, Dale Carnegie, and more. August 16, 1989 was an important date in my life. Thank you, Pam. I started a job that allowed me to try out what I had learned by book and develop my own sales management processes. I worked for the Send Up Furniture and had the worst hours of the day, the worst days of the week. Approximately 10 hours a week at $5 an hour plus 1% commission. Pretty sad and pretty hungry too. But I knew there was an opportunity at the Send Up. The company had shared values, which required you to grow. How amazing is that? And what's more amazing is if you're in a leadership position, you are required to develop others. What a novel concept. In 1989, computers were not used as much in retail, and at the Send Up, everything was still paper. Occasionally, we had three colored brochures, but still, most of what we were supplied to give to the consumer were two color. None of that mattered to me. I was happy just to sell. Laboring, reading, learning, sales communication, and lots of prayer is what gave me the confidence and the drive to continue. I had success that seemed to continue. And as I continued to read more sales and positive motivation books about how others grew in spite of adversity, my confidence increased. This was my opportunity to try out everything I had learned about the sales process and make change. My follow-up strategy, red, yellow, and green, alphabetized by date and by color, and a thank you note for all the same day the customer walked in the door, followed by a phone call on the exact day I said I would call them back. So within 30 days or so, I had the majority of the sales with the worst hours and days of the week. Think that was luck? It was a process that worked. And while this end up did have follow-up phone calls and thank you notes, they did not have the red, yellow, green Ferris wheel. By October of 1989, a store manager position opened up in Parma, Ohio. I interviewed. By November, I was the store manager. My pay was $17,500 a year, plus commission. I don't think I need to tell you that that was not much money 
and it wasn't 1989. I was still in poverty by government standards, but I knew poverty was a state of mind. This was my big break, a real paycheck, and the opportunity for the Almighty Commission, one of my favorite words and soon to be a word my children would love to hear. During this time period, my personal life was a mess, but my job was my refuge. This was the place I could be who I wanted to be. I could be Anne and use all the company tools to grow business and make that commission. Even while increasing sales, I read everything I could get my hands on that would give me the emotional support I needed to keep going, typically Norman Vincent Peale. All along, I kept reading books. I ran to the library to get more books. I consumed these books during slow days at the store. And as I read more motivation and more sales, I continued to talk to God. I started getting commission checks. And in 1990, my tax return was something like 22,500. Not much, but just above poverty. I had made it. I also never qualified for government assistance of any kind but my goal was to move on up. In January of 1991, a store manager position opened in one of the best malls in Northern Ohio, Great Northern Mall. I needed a minimum of $700 more a month to make ends meet. I prayed and prayed for $700 more a month. Towards the end of the interview, I asked my boss, so how much more is the pay for this job than my current job? She took out her calculator and went, $700 a month plus commission. I don't need to tell you that I had to fight back the tears. Even as I type the story today, I have tears in my eyes. As I walked out of the mall, smiling up at the sky, hands pressed together, thanking God, I knew I was going to get that job. I think you get the idea here and know what I'm going to say. I got the new job and continued to increase store sales. I had a sales system that worked. I continued to read and now I had the money to pay for the Dale Carnegie course. Sometime in the early 1990s I had learned about Dale Carnegie. I recall seeing the cost for the class was somewhere around $600. That was $600 I did not have. In 1991 the cost was $900. By the spring of 1991 I paid for my class. The Dale Carnegie course was one of the best experiences of my life. Over the next three years, I went back as a graduate assistant, so in many ways, I was able to take the class an additional two times. What did I learn from Dale Carnegie? How to be a better parent, salesperson, and sales manager. I tried everything I learned on my kids, but only after I finally figured out that it would be to my advantage to use Dale Carnegie on them as a parent. I realized I had more patience with my sales staff than my beautiful babies. So what's the story here and where's all the sales stuff? I used to tell my sales team, if you can't see the beauty, something positive in every person you meet, don't get into sales. A genuine smile is worth a million dollars. Sincerity will take you a long way and values will keep you grounded. Listening more than you speak, confirming what you're hearing is what you're hearing and sharpening your saw daily. I am genuinely perplexed at the idea that learning ceases after schooling. I'm talking about people with bachelors and masters. It doesn't matter what you do in life. There's always so much more to learn. The purpose of my stories is to encourage you to write about your life, 
and you'll be amazed at your personal growth. You know how when you're talking with someone and they're telling you their experience, and while they're telling you their life experience, a thought comes into your mind, you can relate, you have a story to share too. Begin at that point and start writing. Thank you for listening to Anne Emanuel. Ignore the noise and move forward. If you enjoyed my story, check out annemanuel.com. Download the writing tips and or sign up for new stories. Feel free to comment on this podcast. You can also follow or connect on social media. Thank you.